Great Erev Shabbos, and welcome to my holy Erev Shabbos Jews. Hold on, let's pin the right picture. There we go. Welcome, great to be together with you again as we count down with great anticipation, perhaps more than any other time in our lives, welcoming and waiting for the holiness of Shabbos, the refuge of Shabbos, the peace, the tranquility of Shabbos, the protective arena great of Shabbos. Shabbos and We're so uh, grateful for this opportunity to immerse ourselves more than ever, as we've been saying every Friday when we meet together in this place, that all week long we're tied to the news, all week long we're getting the updates, all week long we have such uncertainty and doubt. This period has been marked by the recognition that the more we experience and the longer we go, the less we know. And so to be able to, so to say, escape and have a 25-hour place of refuge, to have that time to be together, to be together with Hashem, to be together with ourselves and within our home, to be together with the people that we are with, is something that we welcome and something so precious. This Shabbos is a very, very special Shabbos. And that's where I want to begin. This Shabbos, of course, is the confluence of both Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos. In fact, this combined holiness is so great that even those, even we're observing the beginning of Svira, those who mark the first part of Svira are allowed to shave or take a haircut today because of the connection between Svira, between Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos tomorrow, that dual uh, holiness uh, allows us in anticipation today to be able to prepare. Rav, uh, Rav Avram Shor quotes from Rav Tzadok HaKohen Lublin. Listen to what he says. This is amazing. Do you know that the month of Iyar, the Rosh Chodesh we're marking tonight, tomorrow, the first of Iyar, Rosh Chodesh Iyar was the first Rosh Chodesh the Jewish people ever marked and ever celebrated. You see, HaChodesh Zalachem, the gift of Rosh Chodesh was given in Nisan, but the Jewish people were still in Egypt. We were in bondage, we were enslaved. It was only Iyar, only when we were released from captivity, released from bondage, only then did we get the sanctity of what it meant to be a Jew, a holy Jew, only then were we able to be Mekadesh the Chodesh, sanctify the new moon and welcome the month of Iyar. And Rav Tzadik points out that the original Kiddush HaChodesh, the very first time that the Jewish people took control of their own time, in fact, Rosh Chodesh Iyar also fell when? On a Shabbos. That means tonight and tomorrow we're going back in time together. We are recreating the very first time the Jewish people sanctified time together. We went from a slave people, our time was owned and belonged to others, to being able to control, to determine how we spent our own time, and that is the very definition of freedom. And so tonight and tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh and Shabbos, this confluence is not coincidental. It is significant, it is historic, it takes us back in time to the original time that we used this tour. of Tzadok writes that the very first time we did something is the epitome, it's the Iker Kocho, it is the source of its strength, of its holiness, and when we revisit it, the way it happened originally, namely, Iyar, Rosh Chodesh Iyar was on Shabbos, we too can be elevated we too can be enriched, we too can be impacted incredibly from this holiness. We need Iyar maybe more than ever. Iyar, Rav Simcha Bunama Peshischa and many other Rebbe since have said Iyar stands for Aleph, Yud, Yud, Resh. Aleph, Ani, the Yud and the Yud, Hashem, Resh, Rof Echa. Ani Hashem, Rof Echa, Apasak. I am Hashem, the one who heals you. I am God, the healer the source of healing, the source of well-being, the source of recovery, the source of repair. And this ER we need, Ani Hashem Rof Echa. Tonight and tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh, a new beginning, a fresh start. We need Hashem to be able to give us that healing that we all crave, that healing that we all need so badly. I want to pick up where we left off last week. Last week we learned a piece of the Slanam Rebbe, very beautiful, who said, the same letters comprise the word Boshes, shame, and Shabbos. 
we go from Boshas being ashamed to Shabbos when we take a few moments on Erev Shabbos, not only to shower, shave, and wear our finest, not only to be Yirchotz, Panavadavaraglav, literally our face, our hands, and our feet, but our face means our thoughts, and Yadav, our hands, means our actions, and our feet carries us to where we want to go. We take a few moments on Erev Shabbos. Once a week, we reflect, we introspect, and we think about the week we had. What can we build upon? What were our successes? What was our triumph? And where were our failures, our shortcomings, our deficiencies? How can we repair and how can we do better in the week ahead? Rosh Chodesh is the very same theme. It's an amazing thing. I mentioned last week that in a business mentality, in a business world, very often business leaders will allocate time annually to review how is the company doing? How are the projections? Are they, are they on, uh, on focus? Are they going to achieve... What needs to be better? What can be proud of? You could do it annually. You could do it monthly. You can do it weekly. Erev Shabbos, Erev Rosh Chodesh. Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh is a time that we do both. It's all about new beginnings. Rosh Chodesh, Hachidosh Hazelachem, said Rav Shor's father, Rav Gedal Yeshor, the Or Gedal Yahu. Hachidosh Hazelachem, this notion of newness, of freshness, of a new opportunity and a fresh start. Every Friday going into Shabbos, we have a fresh start. Shabbos is restorative to the soul. Shabbos gives us back our chiyas, our life. Shabbos is a time to disconnect and to connect to what matters most, to disconnect from a world of doubt and uncertainty, a world of anxiety and worry, to disconnect from a world of to-do and tasks, and to connect to a world of peace and tranquility, of study and prayer, of laughter, of games, of sleep and of rest, of learning and of challenging our minds. Shabbos is restorative. Shabbos is chiddush, it's newness, and Rosh Chodesh is Chiddush, it's newness, it's rejuvenation. And the two together, the combination of them both, Ani Hashem Rofecha, God is giving us this opportunity to restore our souls, to come back to life. And last week we said, Salonim Rebbe describes that if we wash not only physically our face, our hands, and our feet, but spiritually our mind, our thoughts, and our hands, our actions, and our feet, our priorities of where our feet take us to go, if we think about and we wash and we cleanse and we restore the purity of those three arenas, we go into Shabbos and we can go from a place of boshas of shame to a place of Shabbos, of peace and tranquility. Who among us does not need some peace and tranquility, some quiet, some serenity, some confidence that there, this all somehow makes sense, that there is a reason, that there is purpose, that we're going somewhere. This is a time to improve ourselves and to bring out the best in ourselves. In fact, what we'll say on Rosh Chodesh, even tomorrow, Zman Kapara Lechol Toldo Sam, it is a time for Kapara. We think of Rosh Chodesh as a ah, new beginning, quasi-holiday, unclear exactly where it fills in, it's not exactly Shabbos or Yantif. we can do Malacha, on the other hand, we say Musaf, but the tefillah, the prayer, the liturgy makes clear. The theme, the essence of the day, Zman Kapara Lechol Toldo Sam. It is a time for renewal, for repair, for atonement, it's a time for reflection. We think about our month. We build on where we succeeded and we pledge to improve upon where we came up short. So these themes really coincide. Erev Shabbos is a time where we take stock of the week that was and we look forward to the week that will be. Rosh Chodesh, we take stock of the month that was and we pledge and we promise to make the most of the month that will be. And when you combine these two opportunities for reflection, these two opportunities for pledge and for promise to bring out the best in us, it elevates us in really incredible ways. Ways that Ani Hashem Rofecha Iyar, that this month will bring the best out of us and it will bring the best in us, that we're able to tap into the beauty, a beauty of Shabbos. Several years ago, I started saying a beautiful prayer, a beautiful tefillah on Friday nights. It's Ribon Kol Ha'olam, and it appears in the standards 
uh, Zmiros and the standard bencher. It appears in the standard sitter. And it comes in between Shalom Aleichem and Eishas Chayel. Shalom Aleichem, we greet the Malachim, the angels, and they're still coming to our house. They're not quarantined, they're not social distancing. If we bring a mentality and an attitude, if we are prepared physically, emotionally, spiritually for Shabbos, the angels escort us, even within our home, after Kabbalah Shabbos, to our Shabbos table. They're so glad to be there together with us. And then we end, the angels have come, they've confirmed, they can testify that there is a Shabbos table. It's set properly, that we are dressed for Shabbos. It's such an important time. I know I've heard from many, and even on my walks on Shabbos and Yontav, I've seen with my own eyes. It's so easy to fall into that trap of just being comfortable. Many people haven't uh, come out of their sweatpants or t-shirt in a month. Who are you getting dressed up for? What are you bothering getting dressed? You're wearing the same thing. But you know, the reason you get dressed is not because you're competing at shul. It's not because there's a fashion show or competition. It's not because you're trying to display that you have the latest or the best. The reason we get dressed up is covered Shabbos Kodesh. We get dressed up, there's a minute to wear something nicer on Rosh Chodesh. We get dressed up for Rosh Chodesh itself. And so for Shabbos, for Rosh Chodesh, we shower today because of the confluence. We're allowed to even shave, take a haircut and get dressed up. Put on that tie, that jacket. Put on that nicer dress, not just simply put on the Shabbos robe. Get dressed up, even if normally you want to be comfortable. It's Shabbos Rosh Chodesh. Come to that table. The Malachim are coming to check on us. Even though there's no there's no, uh, dis, there's no uh, social connection. We're supposed to be distancing. But the angels aren't included in that order. They're allowed to come visit. And then they go upstairs and they testify what they found. Was our Shabbos table set? Were we lazy or did we put out a white tablecloth? Were we dressed down or did we dress up? Not for one another, but for Shabbos, for Rosh Chodesh. If that's not worthy of getting dressed up, even one who's by themselves, we know that what we wear has a huge impact on how we feel. Don't we want to feel formal? Don't we want to feel royal and regal? Don't we want to feel that we're giving the proper honor and kavod to Shabbos, Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh? Get dressed up. So the angels come home. And after we send them on their way, and there's some big debate, maybe we'll talk about it another time in this Friday afternoon slot, do we say it, do we not say it, Ashkenazim, Svaradim, different customs. But in between that and Eishat Chayel, there's a beautiful prayer. I'm not sure of its authorship. I have to look. Ribon kol ha'olamim, adon kol ha'neshemos. It's a beautiful prayer. Take a moment. Even if it's not your family custom, look at it. It's so rich with its description of what a Shabbos home looks like and the effort and energy that we put into preparing for Shabbos. And we ask Hashem to reciprocate. We ask Hashem to make His presence felt, to elevate our Shabbos, to help us tap into that feeling of peace, tranquility, and serenity that we crave as a result. And we'll talk more about it in future weeks, but I want to draw your attention to one sentence. Because in that, we offer a tefillah. Hashem, have pity on me. Begalusi, in my galus, to redeem me, to free me. And to arouse, to awaken my heart, to love you. So, the author of this beautiful prayer is describing we're in galus. Now the truth is we're in Golis. We don't have Hashra Sashina, we don't have a Besa Mikdash, we don't have Hashem's divine presence in our lives. But more than that, we feel like we're in a tremendous Golis right now. We are distanced from one another. Our shuls and Bate Medrash, they're closed down. We're still at this time. Hopefully we can see a time so soon that we can be together. But at this time, the responsible thing to do is to still be apart. We are literally in a Golis. We are exiled from one another. And Hashem in this Golis, in this exile, in this state of being distanced and 
separated from one another, we can't help but feel separated and far away from you. You're in shul. That's where the chasen is on the bima. That's where the drasha. That's where the sifrei Torah are in the Aron Kodesh. That's the stained glass windows. That's the pomp and circumstance. That's where the world's rever- walls reverberate with the sound of our singing, Kabbalah Shabbos. And we are in this gullus. We're distanced. We're apart. We're exiled. This sentence in this Ribon Kala Olamim takes on greater significance. Hashem Terachameni od Begalusi. Have Rahmanas on me in my Galus. Lega Aleni, redeem me. Lower Libi, awaken my heart, Avasecha. So what do you see is the definition of Galus or Gaula? Galus is if my heart is asleep. Galus is if I'm sleepwalking through life. Gullus is, if I think Shabbos, is just about the wine, the single malt, the tricolored gefilte fish, how much sleep I can get, how many magazines I can read. That's Gullus. What's Gaula? Where is redemption? Redemption is la'orer li bilahavasecha. Awake and arouse my heart to see you, to love you. My dearest Arab Shabbos friends. That's what Shabbos is about. It's a rendezvous with Hashem. It's a rendezvous with the best of who we are, our Neshama Yaseira, our expanded soul, the best version of ourselves. Enjoy the gefilte fish and enjoy a l'chaim and make up on your sleep. Nothing wrong with any of those things. We praise them as part of the Shabbos experience. But what really Shabbos is about is a rendezvous. It's about redeeming, being redeemed from the exile. Exile is feeling apart and away from Hashem and redemption is feeling His presence and His love. Open a safer, challenge yourself. Dive in a little bit slower. Sing the Zmiros and let the melodies open up your heart. Feel awakened and aroused and crave a connection with Hashem. Talk to Him. And you'll say, well, how can I do it now? It's been a crazy month or six weeks or longer. For some, it's been a crazy six years or six D years where I felt disconnected. I haven't seen Him. That's where Shabbos and Rosh Chodesh come in. Hachidosh Hazel Lachem. It's Erev Shabbos. It's a new opportunity, a fresh start, the beginning of a new week. When does the new week begin? With Shabbos. From the perspective of rejuvenation, of renewal, of awakening ourselves, it begins with Shabbos. So go get ready. If you're not ready already, get ready not only physically, get ready spiritually and emotionally. Make amends with those with whom there's been friction. Make amends with Hashem for the mistakes that we've made. Make amends and perhaps even hardest, be forgiving of yourself in ways you came up short. And go into Shabbos from a place of boshes of shame to a place of Shabbos of peace. Tonight, tomorrow, Rosh Chodesh Iyar, Ani Hashem Rof Echa. Hashem wants to heal us. He's waiting for us. Get dressed up. Make a lachayim. Celebrate this renewed opportunity for a relationship with Hashem. Sometimes a couple get into a rut and they're struggling. What do they do? They renew their vows. They get away. They remind themselves. They inject in the relationship something new. Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, this confluence, the way it first was, says Rav Tzadok, the first month we sanctified was ER and it fell on a Shabbos. We're going back in time. We are revisiting and repeating history and together we'll walk to our destiny with peace, tranquility. Ani Hashem Rafecha in this month of ER, may Hashem provide us only a great healing. Have a wonderful Shabbos.